Welcome back to Recalibre Agency. I'm your host, Danielle Photo, and I'm pleased today to have Abby Gallo. She is the founder and CEO of Terrain Bookkeeping, and today we are talking about annual budgets. So Abby, welcome. Can you tell us a little bit about your background, where you've come from, and where you're going? Well, thanks for having me, Danielle. Uh, my name is Abby Gallo. I'm the founder and CEO of Terrain Bookkeeping, and and I started out about 15 years ago uh, working at a PR agency and through a series of career changes, uh, discovered bookkeeping uh, when I was running a small organization. And I really just fell in love with it, sort of the, the simplicity of it, the way it's concrete, it all ties out. Um, it's sort of cathartic in a way. Some people find it disturbing <laughs> that I love it, but um, I do. And so I received uh thorough training in it, became a QuickBooks Pro advisor, um, and then about four and a half years ago started Terrain Bookkeeping. And we're a bookkeeping firm. We work with servicing marketing creative agencies, and we really help them gain financial clarity around their business finances, um, helping them increase their profits, um, helping them grow their business, and really gaining a grasp on the day-to-day -day finances. I love that you came from a PR background, got into the numbers side of things, and now mm -hmm. are serving creatives because there's really kind of two buckets in general of agency owner. You have the creative that ac accidentally became an owner, and they really, by mm -hmm. and large, struggle with financials and the numbers side of it. This is all general statements, of course. And then you have the entrepreneurial minded owners that went into starting the business because they knew they were going to grow it and then maybe sell it. And they had that mindset already in place. So what have you seen and what do you disagree with in the realm of marketing agencies that really impacts how they're able to understand their financials? One thing that I've seen people kind of debate, or it seems like a hot topic is time tracking. And I know a lot, no one likes to do it. Let's, let's put it that way. It's not fun for anyone. Right. Um, but I think, you know, sometimes there's a sense of, well, I have my own agency. I want to run it the way I want to. Uh, and I don't feel like doing it. And uh, I, I just caution agency owners there because there's so much information that you can get from tracking your time. And frankly, you know, we, we can't help clients calculate their true profitability until they're tracking their time, right? We, we work with a lot of clients on figuring out uh, the profitability of their offers or, you know, their client retainers. Um, and we just can't do that unless we know how much time they're spending on them. And I know it's human nature. We, we can either overestimate or underestimate how much time we're really spending on those things. So uh, the proof is in the pudding, right? I think actually doing the time tracking is, is the way to go. So that, that's what we advise all of our clients to do if they're really looking to get uh, accurate uh, profitability information. Absolutely. Because otherwise you're just flying by the seat of your pants and shooting in right. the dark. So yeah. when you're approaching your annual budget, would you say that time tracking is one of the core components that you need to have in place to make an accurate budget? I think in order to make sure that you're you're profitable, you you do need to have time tracking in place. But you you can create a simplified budget without time tracking in place. 
um, you know, one of the things that, that we help clients do is to set up an annual budget. Um, and, you know, what we do is we take last year's data, last year's information on, on what their sales were, what their expenses were, basically pulling their P&L, their profit and loss statement from the prior year or the past 12 months. It depends on, you know, the timing of when we're creating it. And um, work with them to increase it a little bit, usually like 10 to 20%, just to account for increasing costs. And then we take a look at it to see, you know, what was different about last year and what will be different about this year. Um, do you have new clients that are in the pipeline that you know are, are coming through? Have you hired a new salesperson and you need to account for them and expenses and also, you know, what they're projected to bring in for you? Uh, do you have something you're investing in? All of these different components, you know, you tweak the different income or expense accounts to say, you know, it's going to be $1,000 more this year or whatever it is. So, so there's a way to do it, um, you know, with, with keeping it pretty simple. And I think that's, that's key that it's better to do it at least in a simplified version than to not do it at all. Absolutely. And sometimes it can be a struggle when you're looking at your budget and trying to forecast and fill in all of those pieces for your budget to know like what really is going to happen next year. So what are some of the pieces of advice that you'll give to help prevent wishful thinking, but also to help manage expectations in other ways? Yeah, well, one of the things we say is that you can create multiple budget scenarios. So we will work with our clients to kind of create a baseline budget. You know, it's more conservative. It's, it's closer to what it was last year and what you, you feel confident about bringing in. And then more of an aspirational budget or a reach budget where you're, um, you know, you hope to bring in more clients and you want to bring on another team member. You know, these are all things that can be part of that budget. Um, but the budget is really great. It's never going to be perfect, right? You're never going to be accurate, right? You're always going to be over or under the budget a little bit because you don't have a, a crystal ball to predict the future, but you can, you know, you can take your information from years past and what you know about your revenue growth and, and all of that, and use that to inform your, it's almost like your, your educated guess, right? Um, on what the budget will be for the coming year. And that's an important distinction that your annual budget is not designed to be a super sturdy, rigid framework for how you spend your money and where your income is coming from, because you can't control all of those components, but you can account for them. You can plan for them. You can set those reach goals. How do you recommend maybe tracking against those goals over time throughout the year? Do you have a process that you recommend? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, it's, it's crucial to, to track against them either. I, we recommend on a monthly basis, but if you, if you're unable to do that, at least on a quarterly basis and doing that allows you to kind of check in on a regular basis and see how things are going, how you're tracking against your goals before it's too late, right? If you wait till the end of the year then it's, it's too late to make any changes. But once you, uh, you're you tracking against it, you know there's, there's capabilities within QuickBooks or you can even do it manually in Excel 
to say, you know, your budget versus actual. So you have your column of, of this is what you're, you budgeted for the year. Um, and some people who can get more complicated and want to do it, you know, by month, you can do that too, to say, this is what I had hoped to spend this month. And this is what we actually spend. So you have your budget and then your actuals and you can compare the two and see how you did, how, what the difference is between the two. And uh, really tracking against those allows you to make changes. Um, maybe you had assumptions that were flawed. Maybe you, you thought you were going to increase your sales, but you didn't. Or maybe your operations aren't as efficient as you thought they would be. You know, maybe there's something broken there um, that you can take a look at and tweak before it's too late. Um, or maybe there's just something going on in the market or, you know, in the world that has flipped things on ahead um, and has impacted your business. And so you can either adjust your operations, you can sort of make those internal changes to, to correct course, or you can change your expectations. You can say, okay, well, this is the reality of our new situation and, and this is how we're going to, to tweak it going forward. So is it okay to tweak your budget throughout the year? Absolutely. I think so. <laughs> Especially if you're if you're your small business owner. Um, you know, I think those with with investors and things like that that, you know, that may be a, a bit more complicated, but um, but yes, we, we do make updates to our clients' budgets based on changes that we know will happen. Mm -hmm. And along that same train of thought, should a budget year over year look the same? Should they be different? Does it depend? What's your perspective? I tend to think they're different every year. Uh, and, and part of that is, you know, that 10 to 20% of increasing costs that we like to build in. Um, so looking at the prior year, you, you make those modifications um, to increase it a little bit. Um, and then I think, you know, all businesses tend to change. There's staffing changes. There's changes in the marketplace. Most business owners hope to grow. And so, you know, they set their sights on, on greater revenue. Uh, and with that comes sometimes greater expenses or usually. Um, and so, you know, there, there are almost always tweaks to, to the budget from the prior year. Uh, but you can use, you know, the previous year to to create sort of that baseline of expectation and then tweak it from there. Mm -hmm. Specifically in scenarios where maybe market dynamics are creating downward pressure on agency revenue streams, how should for, let's, let's say for 2024, are, are there any things that agency owners should really be looking at when they go into their 2024 budget planning period? Yeah, I mean, I think you want to take a look at, you know, what you have going on in your pipeline um, and what you have, you know, coming in um, and see if you can make changes to your expenses to account for, you know, potentially decreased sales. Um, you know, if there are any areas that you can cut to really um, pare back, um, you know, People don't like to use the B word um, because budget is often associated with, with kind of keeping your expenses in line, but it's also you know, a great tool to make sure, especially if you have departments or you know, people in charge of different areas of the business that you, know, you have sort of parameters for them to spend within. 
Um, so it's, it's just an important tool. Again, it doesn't have to be adhered to, to a T. Um, there are exceptions, there are things that change, but I think uh, you know, it's good to sort of set those, those expectations from the start. For sure. And training some mindsets into your team members too about how to use the agency resources effectively is another important component that you should be Mm. thinking about as you're doing your budget planning, because you do have people that they might need certain tools or they might come to you and say they need certain tools, but then they aren't actually utilizing it the way that they should be to justify the cost. So having some sort of uh, feedback loop in place to assess what softwares do you actually need, what expenses are actually mission critical to your business, and bringing your team members into that system as well, I think is important. Abby, do you have anything to add on that? Yeah, I think having your team members involved in the the budget creation process process is crucial. I think you know if if they're going to be held accountable to it in in one way or another that having their input uh, is going to be so important, especially because they have sort of the boots on the ground of, you know, what's happening in the day to day and, and what kind of changes will be coming down the pipeline or what kind of software may help their team or, you know, or maybe isn't useful anymore. Um, and that's one of the things we, we always go software is one of those things that all clients are can we check this on a regular basis? Because we always do an audit with them to make sure, are you still using this? Is this still, you know, bringing you your ROI? Um, so yes, that, that, having, having department team members uh, involved in budgeting is, is crucial, at least with their aspect of it. And then that can kind of all roll up into the overall agency budget. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Another common question that I hear from agency owners is, how much should I be spending marketing my own agency? What's mm. your general rule of thumb? That's a great question. Um, I know that that it tends to be that you know that marketing agencies are the last they're the last ones to market themselves, right? Or that's that's the the one that doesn't get the most attention, right? Even those who want to treat treat themselves as a client. Um, so I think it just depends. You just have to look at your goals um, and and you know what your sales goals are. Um, you know we we don't have a specific target you know for for any one agency, but um, I think it's it, it's a case by case basis, and we take a look at, at what they hope to bring in in sales and um, and go from there. Yeah, for sure, and. Um... It really comes down to, like you're saying, are you looking to, you know, 10x your agency? Are you looking to maintain your agency? Are you looking to just keep pace with inflation and then maybe a little bit on top? So it really depends mm-hmm. on what you're trying to do. Are you, I mean, there's even situations where you're not trying to market your agency because you have plenty and there are not growth goals like that does happen. So take a look at where you're looking to go for sure. And look at some of the other ways that, that you can be um, investing in your agency beyond monetary investment. Because Mm -hmm. if you take the same perspective with your employees time and their contributions to your own business development efforts, you can multiply your reach, your client engagement, your sales pipeline through using internal resources and not just 
paying out for advertising and, and all of these things that may or may not actually work for your agency. So those are some other things to consider. Um, I'm curious, Abby, to what degree should, um, should the operational team versus the business development team, which are usually separate at most agencies um, that are above 10 employees or so, how involved should they be in the annual planning? I think they should be absolutely involved. Um, I think, you know, business development needs to have a seat at the table when you're talking about, you know, what you expect to bring in for sales. Uh, they're the ones who know and they're the ones who are going to be responsible for, for bringing that in. So having them at least involved in the revenue part of the budget is, is really important. Um, and then sort of conversely operations side of things, you know, in terms of what expenses you'll be incurring for that year, they're absolutely going to be important to, to setting those goals and, and parameters for, for their team. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What do you think about transparent financial sharing among agencies? Another among hot topic. Agencies. <laughs> well, among, among the agencies like, or with internally? The, internally, yeah, at the agency. That's a great question. And I think it's it's down to personal preference of the agency owner. Um, I do think that having transparency, you know, for, for team members can provide um, a sense of trust, a sense of um, shared goals. Um, but, you know, I know that there are some, especially, you know, smaller agency owners who, you know, would rather keep that closer to the chest. So, uh, which are the best. <laughs> and so I'm not sure. I, I think it's it's a, it's a matter of personal preference, but I think that there is uh, value to sharing and being transparent so that your team members can really be involved and have uh, skin in the game. Mm -hmm. Having skin in the game really matters. Um, and, and maybe it's kind of the best of both worlds. Maybe you um, share just very select figures and keep the rest behind the scenes or with a core leadership team and not just the general team, but having just a, a little glimpse into where things are going. Cause your people are your product for by and mm -hmm. large. I mean, some agencies do have productized actual like product offerings, but the services that, that your people are providing are the bread and butter of your agency. And so them knowing what their contributions, what their talents, what their efforts are yielding is I think really important for their own understanding of their contributions, their value in your organization and their place on your team and what that's gonna look like in the future too. I think that's really important. Um, well, we're, we're getting close to time here, Abby. I'm curious, what's something that you and your team have recently launched or been working on pulling together that you're really proud of? Sure. So we, we recently launched our CFO intensives. And so these are, it's almost like a VIP day. If you're, if you're familiar with those, although we don't, we don't do a whole day because uh, that would be a lot to, for, for someone uh, <laughs> to sit through financials. Um, but what we do is we'll work with our clients to uh, assess the profitability of a certain sampling of their packages and of their client retainers, depending on how they're structured, um, and work with them to create an annual budget. 
So these are, this is kind of designed for those uh, agencies that are a little bit smaller who may not be ready to bring someone on in the CFO capacity on a regular basis, but are looking for some guidance on how do I set up my budget? How much should I be paying myself? Uh, am I making any money in this package that I'm offering and should I offer more of it or is this one better? So we, we kind of, you know, we ask, have them fill out a questionnaire and ask them to um, provide us with some information in advance. And then from there, we, we sit down with them and, and kind of plug it all in together and work through it and, and give them that information that they're looking for to then really make those changes. Maybe they need to raise their prices um, or, or focus on a, one particular offer over another. And that really gives them that insight that then they can take you know, and, and, and change for the rest of the year. So that's been really helpful. We're really excited to, to roll more of that out to more of our existing clients. That's wonderful and super helpful to get clarity in a really concise way so mm-hmm. that they can keep moving forward, keep building their momentum and keep on keeping on. So Abby, I want to thank you so much for coming on today, for sharing your thoughts behind annual budget planning and all of that. Is there anything else you would like to share today? No, I think I think really the the big message I always hammer home is you can't manage what you don't measure. So I think for for any agency owner that would prefer to keep their head in the sand and not look at their financials, I totally understand. Um, but it's it's crucial to really know your numbers in order to be able to improve them and you know to know your numbers and grow. So. Uh, that would be probably my my biggest message. Great advice, Abby. Thank you so much. And really to just to give maybe three or four takeaways from today's episode. Um, first of all, take a look at your profit and loss and use that as your starting point is what Abby recommends. And when you're doing your budget and planning for next year, just remember it doesn't have to be set in stone. You can make adjustments over time. What you're doing is setting some guardrails, a little bit of a framework for yourself to be shooting for operationally and from a business development perspective. And on that front, make sure that you're involving the key stakeholders in your agency that know where the money's coming from and where the money's going and keep tabs on that regularly. Create those positive loops where you're getting feedback from them, where you can document and make adjustments based off of their feedback, what you're seeing in the marketplace as well. And finally, make sure that you don't overcomplicate it. It's very easy to just get into the weeds way too much on this. But remember, you're looking at it from a high level when you're doing your budget and you can't account for everything, but you can at least set a positive direction for your agency. That's all for today on Recalibre Agency. I'm your host, Danielle Photo. Cheers until next time.